Hi this is New Vicky and we talk about knowing yourself. Self knowledge is the ultimate knowledge and to know yourself is to know the meaning of life. There are millions of things we could know about ourselves ranging from anecdotal to emotional or psychological. There are certain key bits of self knowledge that we think might benefit us like our work talents or a partner who would be compatible with us. Self knowledge matters as it provides us a route to a happy and fulfilling life. A lack of self knowledge makes our lives accidental. Why self knowledge matters? Love choosing the right partner. We often look at a partner who is kind, attractive or fun to be with. We don't consider our own neurotic, unbalanced or immature behavior and how it would affect our partner. Childhood patterns are repeated. Like the bad boy syndrome, most of us repeat unhealthy patterns from our childhood unconsciously, going for people who will be miserable for us in ways that are familiar to us. Work without self-knowledge, we can we are vague about what we want to do with our lives. Money always tends to be an urgent need, and we rush towards jobs that lock us into cages. for decades and we start to believe we are good for nothing or not cut out for bigger roles living with others if people think we are attention hoggers cold arrogant needlessly shy hesitant or volatile it is because we don't understand what we really need and our accidental nature is alienating others from us spending money unwisely Without self-knowledge, we have hunches on what makes us happy. We wrongly calculate what our purchases, impulse buys, would make us feel. We tend to travel to a certain place and feel disappointed. We buy the latest dress, hoping to look good, but are only bowing to consumerism. Without knowing ourselves, we cannot spend money in a fulfilling way. Self-knowledge is rare. The unconscious mind performs most of our tasks in how we behave. Our mind is divided into three parts: the primitive, that is the reptilian; the limbic, that is emotions and memories; and the neocortex, that is higher reasoning. We are mostly operating from the primitive or emotional parts of the brain, resulting in lack of self-inquiry. There is natural resistance to unraveling the unconscious into conscious. as we do not tap into ourselves out of fear of knowing the truth we are not given adequate feedback about our own identity by others who dislike us or don't want to hurt us for example friends don't want to sound impolite or upset us we haven't lived long enough to realize the importance of self knowledge and haven't tried out stuff to know the difference through experience example while choosing the right career We are still in a trial and error mode, switching from one job to another. We are vague in our judgment and are living life in binary mode, where things are either good or bad, black or white, sweet or sour. We aren't re- introspecting enough, as we don't know that we can self-analyze or opt for physiotherapy or psychotherapy, unpa- unpacking our thoughts. Get more self-knowledge. relationships repetition compulsion we tend to go for a certain type in a relationship 
which may be tied to our childhood suffering and in our unconscious search for a partner we would find suitable we are repeatedly drawn towards a problematic person and lack the self knowledge to see the problem projection our assumptions beliefs biases and thought patterns project themselves on others and certain ambiguous ambiguous situations are taken to be something else depending on the state of our mind more self knowledge confrontation and criticism confrontation styles we are having four kinds of styles when we confront others passive aggressive passive aggressive or assertive our behavior depends on the situation we are in criticism we respond to criticism in a variety of ways like denial self-loathing acceptance or positive transformation self-knowledge and careers vague ambitions we talk of helping others or being creative or changing the world admirable they may be but the ambitions are vague because we don't know ourselves attitudes to ambition most of us suffer from a problematic attitude towards success our thoughts move us towards inaction and doubt leading to failure our attitude makes us apply conditions on our happiness like i will be happy when i have this leading to misery the meaning of life the media and advertising do not have our best interests in their agendas and we miss out on things that really matter to us by being bombarded by ideas and promotions from such sources if we are about to die in a few days we wouldn't buy a new led tv but would be relishing life to its fullest what others can know of us strangers are surprisingly good at guessing stuff about us though we find it difficult to grasp we don't realize what information we give out to others or how our behavior annoys them they might find us hogging the limelight or only talking about our own struggles and experience unable to be impressed by what others are doing self knowledge makes us understand how we impact on others it helps us be more interested in the other person rather than just ourselves family dynamics how we feel about our own family we all have complicated feelings towards our family members and may have unconscious attitudes and biases that can play havoc it can be guilt envy or disloyalty blame and self conscious self knowledge we blame our parents for the things that are not clearly in their domain they may not be perfect but it doesn't help to shift all responsibility to one's guardians and be miserable or emotionally crippled your whole life the taste and the idea of happiness our personal tastes reflect our inner desires and other hidden things about us we are drawn to styles and themes that have what is missing inside us looking to correct or rebalance the same example a person who doesn't feel calm inside and is a raging turmoil will be attracted to a calm minimalism visual design our primitive minds self knowledge can describe accurately how one is feeling through introspection or self inquiry knowing yourself also means being aware of your self machinery 
or how your mind operates and distorts the world around you. The primitive reptilian part of our brain is interested in our survival and does not have the capacity for morality, empathy or being deeply insightful. The evolved mature brain, the neocortex, came much later. It's sophisticated but not as strong as the primitive brain. Our hopes, fears and desires belong to our reptilian minds and overpower us most of the time. Our higher consciousness. Normally our reptilian or primitive brains are prominent. And once we flex the muscles of our evolved modern brain, freeing ourselves from the primitive one, we enter a state of higher consciousness. We then respond rather than react and observe our impulses and moods in an objective manner. We have been taught to be competitive and selfish all our lives, but a higher consciousness, if touched upon, puts our ego on the side and lets us lets us appreciate life. We don't hanker after status or pleasure, but get fused with the beauty of the world, like a tree, a flower, or a beautiful sunset. How to gain higher consciousness? Developing the capacity to observe our basic instincts. Times when our minds are free from subjectivity, defensiveness, and self-justification, like late night when it's quiet, we get a glimpse of truth, a tiny moment of wisdom or insight about how we behave. Developing the capacity to understand other people's behavior, we normally react automatically, almost reflexively, to how others behave. Our natural reaction matches the primitive action we see in others. A better option is to understand the person's primitive action as a sign of distress and hurt rather than their being evil. Universal love. Once we realize that the other person's behavior is their pain body, the primitive mind at work, we start to move away from fear, aggression, or cynicism. We then start to gradually evolve towards love. The stance of universal love is usually taken by yogis, sadhus, and Buddhist monks. In today's chaotic, complicated world, where people are always lashing out at one another, it is best to respond with empathy, universal sympathy and kindness. Our feelings. We are always more inclined to believe in what we feel. The earth feels flat and even in 2021, there is a section of people who believe it is really flat. When we become suspicious of our feelings and try to trust data, and our rational mind, we move beyond biases and prejudice that exist in our feelings and emotions. Mental processes. Many of our mental processes, mood swings and irrational behavior can be explained by simple facts like not being hydrated, not being fully rested, being stressed or being hungry. These physiological reasons can be the real culprit and make tiny problems seem enormous. But it takes a higher consciousness to realize the same. Example, not having breakfast and going to a tricky meeting can leave us considering resignation. Philosophical meditation, a new approach. According to a Buddhist worldview, our anxieties and worries are not really important or powerful as they only seems like that. The Buddhist meditation wants our thoughts and anxieties to bother us less and tells us that these thoughts are nonsensical or meaningless. Philosophical meditation does the same but does not tell us to empty our minds and discard the thoughts as they are signals with complex clues 
that can help us develop ourselves. How to practice philosophical meditation? Set aside 20 minutes on a daily basis and sit with a paper and pencil, asking yourself simple questions like, what am I regretful, anxious or excited about in the present moment? Write down what comes to your mind immediately without censoring or thinking. Do it as unselfconsciously as you can. As we practice this meditation, we help ourselves by understanding our internal conflicts, desires and problems and find clear insights in the otherwise confusing set of chaos and floating thoughts. Problems don't go away but demystify themselves, becoming manageable. Speeding up self-knowledge, a great conversation. We can get to know ourselves by conversing with others but not how we think a conversation should be. The key to a great conversation is asking the right questions and then listening well. Some examples. Ask what flaws of yours you want to be treated in a better way or what compliments would you like to get. Ask about some incident they want to apologize for. Be vulnerable, foolish and real. Talk your heart out. A knowing, wise person. Impact of self-knowledge. People with self-knowledge are less prone to blame their problems on others. They admit to the full extent of responsibility when things go wrong. They are less frustrated at work even though they don't have the perfect job. When problems arise, they don't panic as they are in control of the psychological or the unreal fear like humiliation, rejection or boredom. They are not envious, less stressful and apologize as soon as a mistake is committed. They tend to be great conversationalists and don't have crushes as they feel complete within themselves. Thank you for listening on this extensive podcast on self-knowledge and knowing yourself. This is Neil Wiki.